0: this is reset i'm sasha ann simons all this month on the show we are talking about black mental health where to begin how to build community or even find the right therapist today we're digging into cultural competency only four percent of the u.s psychology workforce including therapists is black four percent So if you're Black, finding a therapist who looks like you and understands your background can be incredibly difficult. And for many, it means turning to a non-Black therapist. So what effect can those disparities have on a person's experience when seeking help? And how can a non-Black therapist effectively cross cultural gaps to provide effective mental health care? Here to share his own experience is Charles, a Black man from Oak Park. His journey with mental health care crosses those cultural lines. Charles, welcome to Reset.
1: Hey, thank you so much.
0: Tell us... What made you seek therapy?
1: I first sought therapy in 2014 after just some major life transitions and recognizing that um, I wanted and needed help. I am a professional educator. I had been trained and spent a lot of time convincing and supporting my students to get mental health support, and it was like, you know, let me take some of my own advice. So that's when I started to search for a provider.
0: Can you describe to us what your, your therapy situation is like?
1: Currently, I uh, see a therapist virtually who's also here in Chicago, but it's just easier for me to connect virtually, and yeah. we meet once a week for an hour.
0: And this is a white woman, I understand. Is that it right? It is, yes, yes. Did you have any reservations about that, Charles, about seeing a white therapist to begin with?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, um, and this is before, like, the Black Lives Matter movement or the Donald Trump presidency or um, I think the maybe veracity of racial issues was in our national conversation the way it is right now. But racism has always been a thing in the United States. Obviously, I would say it's a big part of our lifeblood. And so seeing a therapist who I felt... Um, like you were saying in your intro, had cultural competency to kind of understand who I am and I didn't have to feel like I had to put on the mask for, so to speak, was really important. Mm -hmm. Um, But also, I think, like you alluded to in your intro, the numbers are such that if you keep uh, too strict of a profile in terms of who you're looking for, you might be on a search for so long that it just gets harder to feel like you're going to get a benefit from the help. And so um, I really started to try to look for someone I felt like I could vibe with regardless of who they were, even though I, you know, I think it makes sense to want to seek somebody who shares a majority of your life experience, especially around race.
0: So even with reservations, you still decided I'm going to give her a chance.
1: Yeah, she was actually the third therapist that I spoke with. And that's something that um, I had a friend when I first started trying to find a therapist, I had a friend who was a mental health professional And she um, encouraged me to think about it like trying to find a doctor or like a restaurant you like. The first connection you make isn't necessarily going to be the best one. And so you have to be open to finding someone that you feel like you have a rapport with, that you can work with. Um, And so there were two other people I met with before. One person, we only had one session, and then the other one I think I maybe met with for a month um, before I decided to kind of search again. And the third time just happened to be the charm.
0: Mm -hmm. What is it that you think makes you two click so well?
1: Well, she definitely, I think, um, has some of that cultural competency training. Like, I've asked some of those questions um, of her background, and she's been willing to share. Mm -hmm. Um, But then there are some other core things we have in common. Like, my therapist, we both happen to be only children. both happen to have grown up in a similar, like, socioeconomic status. Um, And so I think there are other aspects of our identities that just happen to connect. I didn't know those things when we started talking. You know, it's not like I asked her, like, tell me about your whole life and how we have stuff in common. Mm -hmm. But the process, that stuff started to come out.
0: This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. And if you're just tuning in, we're in the middle of our Black Mental Health series. And we're talking to Reset listener Charles about the importance of cultural competency with non-Black mental health care providers. So, Charles, in the first part of this series, we actually talked with Dr. Inger Burnett Zeigler from Northwestern University's Feinberg School of Medicine, and we discussed the importance of taking steps towards some of these tough conversations. One of the important ways, uh, important factors that's contributing to that change is confronting these conversations head on, confronting them without judgment, um, without shame, without stigma. And we do that just by checking in on our friends and family, asking them how they're doing, waiting for the response, sharing our concern with individuals. Um, In this way, we normalize the conversation. I think a lot of times when people avoid things, um, they're kind of adding to uh, the taboo around talking about it. So, Charles, how would you say that your journey overall with talk therapy has helped you tackle some tough topics like maybe family or pride or just overcoming fear of of judgment?
1: That's an interesting question because I'm not sure that it has, if I'm being honest. I'm still concerning about who i share information about my therapy journey with i think i'm still i don't hold back but it's not something that i just drop in everyday conversation I and see. i think the stigma that she's talking about in your soundbite there is very real i think it's gotten better than maybe when someone my age i'm approaching 40 was a kid but it's still there right like i think going back to the metaphor comparison with like physical health, you can say, yeah, I went to the doctor yesterday. You don't just bring up the conversation. Like I went to therapy yesterday, unless this was someone that you trust to a certain level, maybe not, you know, as deep as you would have had to a few years ago, but I don't know that I would just bring it up in everyday conversation. No,
0: I I hear you. It took me years to be able to, to, to say that out loud. And it's funny because I still only say it in certain spaces. So I tweeted it. I tweeted it pretty openly last year when I was kind of trying to look to, I was new to Chicago and I was looking to change therapists and I tweeted something about it, but it's funny. Cause when I talk with my, some of my closest friends who I know aren't on Twitter, I don't talk about that, right? <laughs> <laughs> which is right. very and, weird. I, I told the world, but I won't tell my bestie.
1: Yeah. And, um, there's something about communication theory in there. Like when you tweet something out, especially, As a public um, persona, there are different risks and gains than if you're telling someone just in, like, your personal life, right? Like, it's maybe also connected to, like, code switching or, like, how you show up in different spaces. But, you know, what you share with your closest friends is different than what you share with your work friends, different than what you share with your public audience, even though it might be something that, in those different contexts, means something deep to you, deeply personal.
0: Yeah. How has therapy helped you deal with family and the people that you wouldn't normally discuss mental health with? Do you think that your sessions over time with this therapist have maybe helped you become more comfortable with the idea of the fact that you're in therapy?
1: No, not per se, but what I would say uh what I would say that I think speaks to your question. I have two young sons and I talk with them often about their mental health. Um, I talk with them about the value of mental health and emotional awareness, Uh, you know, far from perfect, but I try to talk about it. I definitely think I talk about it more with them than my family talked with me at their age. Um, So that's something that I think impacts family. Yeah.
0: So tell me this. For people listening to us now, Charles, maybe they're considering therapy, but they are hesitating because— they're just uncertain of someone who isn't of the same background. What would you say?
1: Yeah. Um, first, I would ask the person, like, do you talk to anybody in your life who isn't of the same background, right? Like, have you ever had a friendship, a relationship, even maybe just like a working, you know, like a friend at work that you talk to who wasn't the same race, same gender, same core part of your identity, have you ever had a connection like that? And if so, then it's going to be possible for you to have one with a therapist like that. It, it, again, might not happen overnight. The first person you talk to may or may not be the best fit. um, But if you're looking for help, don't stop yourself from getting help just because you have these ideas about who it has to be. Um, I think in the same way you can learn, in school from someone who doesn't look exactly like you in the same way you can maybe fall in love with somebody who doesn't look exactly like you. You can have a relationship with a therapist who doesn't, as long as it feels like it works for you.
0: Yeah. That's some good advice. So beyond therapy, what would you say wellness looks like for you?
1: I don't know if I figured that out yet. I think I'm still figuring it out. I am a creative writer. So I do a lot of journaling and that type of stuff. Um, But, I'm still kind of figuring out a broader wellness routine. I just moved back to the Chicago area earlier this year. So some of it is connected to that in terms of like rebuilding community and finding resources, but I'm still on that journey. Mm
0: -hmm. Would you share your current goal for yourself or maybe personal growth?
1: I am hoping to make wellness more of a routine. I think right now I have things, whether it's like, Working out, or how often I write that I do every so often, or you know, I'll think to myself, I haven't done this in a few weeks, mm-hmm. but to get to a point where it's like, okay, every day, every other day, whatever, whatever, or something like that.
0: Yeah, that sounds like a good plan, and I think you'll get there. Yeah,
1: <laughs> thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate
0: the encouragement. That was Reset Listener Charles. Take care, Charles, and, and thank you again for sharing your story with us.
1: Thank you.